The information in this program is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness or disease or injury. Consult a qualified health practitioner for answers to your personal medical questions. This is Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Are you or your loved one in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Don't give up hope. Dr. Yardley has had success with thousands of patients who previously tried all kinds of different procedures, but to no avail. Patients come from around the world to right here in the Northwest to get treatment from Dr. Yardley. So listen and learn about his unique and natural methods and the possibilities for you. This is Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. Welcome back. It's great to have you with the show. I've got Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., with me here today. Now, Dr. Yardley, we're going to talk to Sue, one of your patients, in just a second. She travels a long distance, up over 100 miles to get to you. She time. clocked it, and she, she's going to tell us about that, I think. But, yeah, comes from Anacortes. And uh, my understanding is she suffered from the same problem that you had as a teenager. Why yeah, don't you yeah, re- as refresh grew, our memory. Yeah, as we grew up, we had similar issues, and we were both diagnosed with scoliosis. Her much worse than mine because she was actually put in a Milwaukee brace. And that's, you know, it's a miserable thing. I mean, most teenage girls will not wear it. They take them off. Yeah. Who who wouldn't? Yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk to her. Her name is Sue. Sue, thank you for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Sue, let me start by asking you, why did you decide to go see Dr. Yardley? Well, I've had a lifetime issues with my back. I have uh, was born with fairly severe scoliosis and wore braces and whatnot when I was a child, and that was back in the 60s. And uh, I was always told that I may have more troubles as I get older, and that, and that happened. <laughs> as I got into my 50s, I began to have problems. And right before I came in to see Dr. Yardley, for about a year before that, I was having pretty severe pain in my back, like uh, spasms that felt like Charlie Horse in my back. And, right this, in middle. and this was in your and, middle back, wasn't it, Sue? It was higher up. It wasn't in your low back. Right. It was higher up, like uh, between the two wing bones back there. Exactly. Kind of yeah. right in the middle. Exactly. Yeah. And it was pretty debilitating where if I was up and moving around, I would end up on the floor pretty much instantly. It was like a real strong Charlie horse that would hit really fast. Yeah. And you couldn't stand up and, straight for about half an hour after that, could you? Right. And it was getting worse. It, it got to be where it was happening almost on a nightly basis, sometimes several times a night, mm-hmm. and all it would take would be turning over in bed, mm-hmm. um, where at first, when it first started happening, it would be if I got up. Now, but you'd had it for about, went, a, about a year before you came to see us, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so you were just yeah. kind of living with it, trying to put up with it, right? Yeah, I was. I was hoping it would just get better by itself, mm-hmm. and it was getting worse, so I figured I had better do something about it. I had been listening to your radio program for quite a long time, mm-hmm. um, but I was also caring for one of my parents who was uh, um, requiring round-the-clock care, and it wasn't so easy to get away. And after my mom passed away, that's when I finally came in. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, to go back to when you grew up, you had braces on, and you just kind of you just slid right past that. But you had leg braces when you were really young, 
And then right. when you got older, you were put in a Milwaukee brace, which is a very sophisticated right. medical attempt at trying to treat scoliosis. It doesn't reduce the curve, but it is hoped that right. it will stop it getting worse. So, I mean, that's a big time. And, and you know, I was a, a, a scoliosis victim when I was a teenager, diagnosed when I was 14. So, uh, you know, you and I both experienced that same <laughs> thing together. Yeah. So, Sue, you finally went in to see Dr. Yardley. Tell us what happened. Well, um, I was a little bit nervous, so a little bit skeptical, because it just seemed too good to be true, what, everything that they said. When I got my first adjustment, I went to bed that night, and I didn't have any of those spasms, wow. which was amazing to me. And honestly, I have not had one since then. So that problem was stopped instantly as soon as I got my first adjustment. Amazing. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty amazing, and I was telling everybody mm-hmm. um, I couldn't believe it. And it, this is two, almost two years later because it was in March two years ago. Wow. And uh, I still haven't had another spasm in my back. Now, you work um, you know, work as a checkout uh, in like a grocery store, and so the mm-hmm. use of your hands is very important. I think you were having some right. issues with that right wrist and hand as well, were you not? Yes, I was. <laughs> that was getting worse and worse also, and I um, hadn't really gone to pursue any treatment for that either, uh, but that problem has also gone away. Now, you play the piano, don't you? Or at least you try to when your hand's working right. Yes. Yeah, that, so that was a problem. You're having some numbness in the right arm when you first get up. Yes. Yeah, and so yes. that stuff is all gone now completely. Is that it's right? It's all completely gone. Wow, wow. It that... didn't go away as fast as the back spasm problem. Over a period of about a year, it got better and better, and it's gone now. That is great. Now, Sue, you told us that you were a little bit skeptical about going to see Dr. Yardley, that it might be too good to be true. So now that you've had the experience, what would you tell other people who are trying to make up their minds about whether or not they should go uh, to the Yardley Institute? I would tell them they have nothing to lose because um, it's, it's a simple procedure that Dr. Yardley does. There's no pain or discomfort involved. It's quick. Um, the, the office is great. Everybody's friendly, makes you feel very comfortable. And definitely don't wait like I did. <laughs> <laughs> Get in there right away. Exactly. And, and you're not really close. You come to us from out of quarters, don't you? Yeah, and I and when I look on my, um, I, I measured it one day on my, uh, my mileage. Yeah, how far? And I go 107 miles one way. But it's worth it, isn't it, Sue? It is. <laughs> I would do it again. <laughs> wow, Sue. That's quite the endorsement. Now, have you got anything else to add? I just really, just really think that people should check it out if they're at all interested or they're having any kind of discomfort or maybe they've been somewhere and haven't gotten relief because it's really worth it and it's so easy. Well, Sue, I'm glad you came on and shared that with us. It's, uh, it's an inspiring story. Yeah. My life is much better. <laughs> Great. You take care, and thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Are you in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Dr. Yardley is here to help. His gentle, non-invasive treatment allows the body to heal naturally with no drugs or surgery. Learn more at YardleyInstitute.org.
listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. It's Todd Herman here with Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. I've learned so much from you about the way the body's connected and the nerves communicate with one another and how a tiny problem like the princess and the pea uh, under the mattresses Mm -hmm. can add up into great big problems. As our body adapts and works its way around the problem, then it can end up in a misbalance elsewhere and it can develop into pain. And I I, I hear a lot of people talk about neuropathy. They talk about fibromyalgia. But Dr. Yardley, I feel like they talk about it as an end point that they're not really having respect for where that began and that princess and the pea metaphor it might have become with a little pea you know sitting at your desk too much or maybe having too vigorous of a golf swing mm-hmm. so i guess people approach this differently some people look at this as disease care mm-hmm. yeah no it's interesting if you take a look at these let's take neuropathy for instance now 40 years ago which was about when i started in practice um you'll you'll find that neuropathy the only time i would see neuropathy come in clinically was a society it was secondary to diabetes mellitus people that were diabetic and and there really wasn't much we could do about that and 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 still when it's secondary to diabetes often that's not the case but about the last 15 years it changed people started turning up in my office with uh, neuropathy no diabetes they didn't have diabetes at all and so as we started approaching that clinically we started getting some pretty good results with it now, you're going to find that there's a lot, a lot that's done out there in the disease care standpoint, and some of it's really good. Like oftentimes you'll see people are using a thing, a thing called vibration platforms. They're using a thing called um, uh, cold laser, and it, it will get relief. It will get those nerves stimulated and back to life. The problem is, why did they get there in the first place? And the problem is you have to keep on doing that just to keep those nerves alive. So we prefer, well, I think that's good and that's fine to do. Um, uh, we prefer to step back a little bit and say, okay, what's the deeper cause of this? Where is this coming from? And for us, where that takes us is into control systems within the body. Mm-hmm. And we find that control systems cause joints not to work the way that they're supposed to. These joints begin to affect nerves, and the nerves react in different ways. They could be painful. Uh, you could start getting, it can start affecting your gait, start resulting in, in um, uh, spinal stenosis. It starts resulting in neuropathy down in the legs and the feet. And then sometimes we see neuropathy developing in other parts of the body as well, in the hands. And these are primarily coming from neck issues. And neck issues, uh, again, are handled because of the joints and approaching the joints. What they don't look is that the he- at is that the head is not sitting straight on the neck. And it's that whole balancing act which is the key to unwinding a lot of the problems in the neck. And that's that's our area of expertise. That's what we do at the Institute. So, Dr. Ard, they've learned from you that uh, neuropathy sometimes manifests as uh, feeling like there's a sock balled up in your shoe, even though it's not there, right? Right. All right. So uh, to further explain this, people will be experiencing these things. And the disease care approach might explain this as, let's say that you have a rock in your shoe. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've been hiking. you got a little pebble in your shoe. One approach to that might be laying another padding on top of the padding inside the shoe. Right. Oh, okay. Well, now I have another padding. Now you walk another mile. You don't feel it. But then the padding starts to wear down. And, hey, I feel the rock again. Hey, well, I got the idea. Let's put another pad on top of the second or the third pad. You're still feeling it. Yes. But I guess the way you go about this in the gentle, non-invasive upper cervical way is you just go and say, hey, you know what? What if we got rid of the, the rock? What if we went to the actual cause of, of the pain of the fibromyalgia, right? Exactly. 
Okay, exactly. That was a great analogy, actually. And, um, and, and there's value in both. I mean, there's no virtue in living in pain and just suffering through it. I'm not a big fan of that at all. And people come in and they're almost apologetic because they're taking drugs for the pain. I'm saying, hey, if I had the pain and this was the only thing I could do, I'd be doing it too, you see. But let's see if we can find a better way. Let's see if we can find a way around this without the need for the drugs. Yeah, and it's so common. I don't know how many patients of yours I've met, you know, in the, in the welcome area, at the clinic, at the radio station doing commercials. Uh, I have yet to meet a patient who didn't come away with a surprise benefit um, after getting the upper cervical treatment and the gentle care. Um, Have you ever had a surprising case? Like, I know you've been doing this for so long, but have you ever stepped back and said, oh, wow, I'm I'm surprised as well that my treatment could address this? Um, I hear that all the time. And if you go to my website, and you've seen this as well. And the reason that that happens is really because it's a healthcare approach as opposed to a disease care approach. A disease Disease care approach is all about coming up with a better widget to make this feel better, make that feel better, hopefully to fix this or to fix that. Now, the problem with it is it generally treats effects, not causes. And and the reason we call ourselves a healthcare institute is that's just not what we do. Yeah. We step back from that and we take a look at control systems within the body, regardless of what's going on with the patient. Let's correct those, then let's see what happens. And then the dynamic, the kaleidoscope of changes that occur in many people's bodies is quite amazing to me as well as to the as well as to the patient. Yeah, Dr. Arthur, there's a famous uh, viral video that went around talking about the different way men and women deal with emotional stress. Mm. And a woman is talking to her husband saying, it's just, I've got this pain in my head that it, it's just, it's, it's all consuming during the day. And there's a need, there's a nail hammered into her forehead. And he says, well, honey, if we could just remove the nail. She says, it's not about the nail. I just want to be listened to. And so you're really going and you're saying, look, when you do these, you know, the, the very gentle, non-invasive treatment, you're really, really just removing the nail, right? And allowing people to get to healing. Exactly. At least in the cases we accept for care, that's what we're trying to do. We're, of course, not a cure-all, but yeah. w- but what we do helps a lot of people. They get help no other way. Yeah. And, you know, my experience has just been, you know, just right along those lines of, of the joint pain for me is gone. Uh, the sciatic, I forgot I had it. And mm. you know what else? Just sitting here talking to you right now. Yeah. I forgot I used to get Sunday headaches. Yeah. I used to get regular Sunday headaches. And then, of course, I've talked to my listeners extensively about my sinus condition gone. My friend Ron Upshaw had this happen as well, where his sciatica was gone. Not what we expected. Hey, look, there's over 100 stories at YardleyInstitute.org. Stories just like mine and my friend Ron Upshaw's. If you don't think you're ready yet, go read some of those. I bet you're going to find some people in there who sound like you. You're listening to Restoring Health and Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Do you suffer from migraines, headaches, neck and back pain, sciatica, joint pain, or neuropathy? These are all health issues Dr. Yardley's patients have seen incredible improvements with. Hear from over 100 patients at YardleyInstitute.org. More of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. We're back. I'm here with Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. Lee, I, I, we sometimes talk about movies and stuff. Have you seen The Martian yet with Matt Damon? Yes, I have. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it's really a really good movie, I thought. You know, in a different context, almost a retake of The Castaway by Tom Hanks years ago. That's right. That's right, because he was cast away on the island, and except he had no technology. He no had technology. To make it was own, a yeah. different time, you yeah. know, but it was, it was fun to watch. Well, you know, it's interesting because the success of the space shuttle, you know, the Spars Explorer, even landing on the moon. You know, they're an interface 
of many moving parts. But two things that are indispensable, a fully functioning control system yep. and effective communication systems. I mean, it can't, it can't survive without those. You know, yeah, one, one leads to the other. You have to have both. Exactly. You know, and as true it is, as it is of our space program, it's even more true of your body and my body. You know, I recently heard an astronaut, and he was quoted as saying, you know, the technology that we use to get a man on the moon mm-hmm. is a drop in the bucket compared to the technology we have in our iPhones. And that's just one iPhone. Just amazing. one iPhone. Yes, it's amazing. Now, if you take the difference between the technology levels of the iPhone mm-hmm. and the technology level of putting a man on the moon, there's a big difference there. Sure. Multiply it by 482 thousand times and now you may be getting close to the technology that the human brain and nervous system has okay now that's astonishing isn't it amazing and and you know what's even more amazing is that science knows uh has estimated that we know about one tenth of one percent of all there is to know about the human body wow so yeah we've got a lot to learn but you know like all technologies it's susceptible to a thing called bugs right And one of those bugs is a compromise in the brain-body connection. Sure. So the question then is, I get asked a lot, is what what causes a compromise in that brain-body connection? And and I've categorized it into three different levels. Okay, number one. Physical. Go bungee jumping. (laughs) Road brakes. Land on your head. Yeah. If you survive, I guarantee you will have a compromise in your brain-body connection. (laughs) Now, as unlikely as that might be, and I don't, you know, I don't think it's that unlikely, but, you know, people go to Disneyland. I just went. Disney World. There you go. And you hopped in those long lines to hop on the rides, correct? Right. Yeah. And, And what you may or may not have read, being the astute person you are. Oh, I read it. Yeah. A sign that says, if you've got a neck or back problem, don't go on the ride. Correct. Do you think that's dissuaded any of my patients ever? I'm guessing not no, so much. not at nah. all. Not at all. You know, the only thing that's missing, it didn't stop me either, by the way. <laughs> and at the end of the ride, the only thing that's missing is a sign that says, if you didn't have a neck or back problem, now you, you do. do. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for you flying on yes. Star Tours. <laughs> well, the good news, the good news is you can come in and get that taken care of. Sure. Number two is mental. Oh, okay. I know you have no stress in your life. None. I am going to share with you that that's not true for the average person out there in the street. <laughs> I mean, let's say you go driving down I-5. You've got a tractor trailer on both sides. Your shoulders wrap around your ears. Do you think you're not under stress? No. Oh, sure. I know I'm <laughs> under stress. Yeah, we are. We live in a society of stress. And what we don't realize is that, 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 that the stress can kick circuit breakers, the brain-body connection. It's a circuit breaker. It kicks out. It helps our body deal with the stress and creates problems for us further down the road. Sure. And then the third group, the smallest group, actually, is chemical stress. And we're exposed to chemical stress, the drugs that we take, smoking, alcohol, you know, pollution in our environment. Right. Too much of uh, vitamins can do it. You know, there was a group of um, explorers up in the Arctic Circle. Okay. And they got stranded. They couldn't get up to get them out. And so, you know, what more stark environment could you try and survive in? And so they survived as best they could, dying off one by one by one. Eventually, they got up and they were able to uh, rescue a small... Uh, group of survivors mm-hmm. and the bodies of their comrades. And and so they did autopsies, expecting, fully expecting that each one of them would have died of exposure. To their utter amazement, that was not what they found out. It wasn't? What did they die of? They found out that they died of a vitamin A 
overdose. Seriously? Yeah, it was the first time science realized you could get too much of a vitamin. And what had happened, what, is, what had killed them was the polar bear livers. The takeaway here, Frank, is okay. when you get stuck up there, you can eat the polar bear, but not the liver, you <laughs> see. So when we take a look at it, we find that the heart beats, if it's healthy, it's beating at 72 to 75 beats per minute. Right. That's so long as the brain is communicating with the heart in, in a manner that, that it's supposed to. You know, it's like talking to a friend on our phone, on our cell phone. On your cell phone? Yeah, and then suddenly a call gets dropped. Right. Now, your only hope of restoring that communication is to reestablish that lost connection. And the only way you're going to get the communication, not only reconnected, but reach the goal that you want to reach, is by reconnecting. Exactly. Exactly. Now, with our phones, we know immediately when we've lost that communication. Sure. But in the human body, it's so wonderful that that communication get compromised, and it could take decades for us to really realize the damage that's being done to our body because that communication is compromised. It, it makes good sense to me that we get the, those compromises measured, evaluated, and if necessary, corrected instead of waiting until the damage is done and then trying to dig ourselves out of that hole. That sounds like the mission of the Yardley Institute. Exactly. What we do is we detect the presence or absence of a compromise in the brain-body connection. Mm -hmm. We have the technology to do that. There are certain markers that will tell us if that's indeed going on. And if those markers aren't there, clearly it's not going on and that's good. And that not everyone that comes in has a compromise in the brain-body connection. We don't accept everyone for care, although we do help virtually everyone we do accept for care. So after you restore the brain and body connection, what happens? At that point, the body begins to function in a healthy manner. In fact, in my case, after the procedure with you, I find that uh, I'm walking straight again. I'm able to stand for long periods of time. I don't have the back pain I used to have. And that's what we mean when we say restoring health, improving lives naturally. Naturally. Exactly. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. You can hear from over 100 patients discuss the incredible improvements they've experienced with Dr. Yardley at the Yardley Institute. Health issues like neck and back pain, headaches, sciatica, neuropathy, vertigo, and many others. Go to YardleyInstitute.org. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. On Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM. Welcome back. We are so delighted that you've chosen to spend part of your day with us. Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., is present. And we are going to talk to another one of your clients. James uh, is on the way next. Now, tell me about James, Dr. Yardley. Well, you know, I've spent my life and dedicated my life to improving people's health and saving their lives. There is, however, one profession that perhaps might be one notch higher than us, and that is those that save people's souls. Ah. And James, this is what he does. He's a pastor. Uh, he came to us with a condition that brought me to this work about almost 30 years ago. What's that? And that was vertigo, dizziness, loss of balance. And uh, we're going to hear more about that from James. And he travels a good distance to get to you, too. He does. He comes from Gig Harbor. Well, let's, ta- let's chat with him. Pastor Jim, welcome to the show. Well, it's good to be on with you. So tell me a little bit about what you were suffering through before you actually sat down with Dr. Yardley. About, oh, I know, three or four years ago, maybe it's been longer, I came down what they call Meniere's disease, and my equilibrium totally went off. I uh, 
would um, fall down and I would, um, I've been taken to the hospital several times and doctors told me there was no cure. And how long would these episodes last when you had them? Usually an episode lasted about three hours, and it totally disabled me at the time. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. I mean, as a pastor, I mean, this must have had an enormous impact on your life and and your practice as a, a pastor. Am I wrong, or is that pretty correct? Oh, yes. It, uh, it, it changed my life uh, completely. I... I uh, I just, there were times and situations where I would lose total control, and I just couldn't do anything. How long did you live with this before you actually got to see Dr. Yardley? Because we hear all I the think time. I approximately two years. Wow. Yeah. James, uh, you probably knew that that's what got me into this work a long time ago. Have we talked about that somewhere along the line? Yes, you told me that, yes. Yeah, flat on my back for seven weeks. Yes. I don't think anyone realizes what that's like to have a room spin while you're laying there unless you've personally experienced that. It's, yes, it's terrifying. It was awful. Yeah. All right. So you managed to finally, after a couple of years, finally get in to see Dr. Yardley. I mean, I know it wasn't difficult to get in, but I, that is you made time to go see him. Yes. What was your experience like? To tell you the truth, I, was, I heard it over the radio, and I heard testimonies like we're doing this. And uh, it sounded interesting, and I was desperate, and I went in there, and of course, Dr. Yardley and the whole uh, staff there are very friendly, and I felt very received, And but I still had lots of questions whether it would really work or not. It just seemed so so strange to me and so i just really went in with lots of questions and uh tell you the truth they answered uh most all my questions um very thoroughly so james are you one of those people that um the very first treatment it was a dramatic change or are you a person that it took a little time that was more of a journey it took time. Uh, there was noticeable change, but it did not solve all the problems. In fact, I have to say that probably I'm 80% better, but 80% is a, a radical change. I still have some equilibrium problems, but I don't. I haven't had a spell ever since that first treatment. That's a pretty dramatic change. I mean, and are it you? Was. And, when, and when you so you haven't had any of the spells, but sometimes you're a little bit. Uh, your equilibrium isn't quite what you'd like it to be. Well, yes, I'm old, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't we don't go into that, nor are we going to go into that. So yeah, I know. <laughs> what impact has that had uh, on your life with the change in your physical health as you've moved towards wellness? Well, my wife, who is a resident nurse, would tell you the most. Uh, she just praising she praises God for this because it. Has, it could have just decimated our life, and we've been able to travel, and we've been able to do things which, if I would have continued Meniere's as it was, we could never have done anything. And I'm still working, and I doubt if I could have still worked uh, if it would have continued at the same rate it was. Mm. You know, God has a way of directing us to places we need to be if we yes. would just listen. Isn't that true? And it is true. He does. And I just, exactly, I really do. Uh, what's interesting is in your presentation, you talked about the body and how it heals itself. Right. And that I really find that true. God created these wonderful bodies we have, and uh, he put in the, the way of healing, and by the adjustments, by what you guys do, it brings about healing, and that's 
the whole point. That's the whole point. It's not a quick fix. Mm-hmm. It's a healing. The default setting for the body is to heal itself. So the yeah. body needs no help, just no interference. And right. that's where we come into it is removing that interference. Exactly. Yeah. Doctor, or I should say Pastor James, it's been a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you for sharing your story with uh, the listeners. It, it is an amazing one. It's been amazing for me, too, and I really appreciate Dr. Yardley and his institute and what it's done for me and my family. Thank you so much, uh, Jim, for coming on. We appreciate it. You betcha. That, to me, was a profound thought, Dr. Yardley, the idea that we are made perfect. Mm-hmm. And that what's happening at the Yardley Institute is you are moving us back towards perfection, wellness. I think the perfection is always there, but it's not able to manifest. And, and what we do is we're, we're fortunate, we're privileged to be tools to allow the manifestation of that perfection. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Are you in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Dr. Yardley is here to help. His gentle, non-invasive treatment allows the body to heal naturally with no drugs or surgery. Learn more at YardleyInstitute.org. Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. We are back, and let me just take a second to say thank you for joining us. We know your time is very valuable, and we are delighted that you're sharing some time here with Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., from the Yardley Institute. Dr. Yardley, when we we talk about the care that you provide, let's talk about underlying principle. What is the, the basic idea that drives what you do at the Yardley Institute? You know, the single underlying principle would be that the default setting for the body is to heal itself. Okay. And that's what keeps us alive. That's what causes a cut to heal. That's what makes a baby grow in us when one, when a woman gets pregnant. Um, what we find is that the body always seeks to do the very best it can with the resources that are available to it. Um, and And this process of doing that is known as adaption. I see x-rays on people. I see x-rays on people every day, and they've been told that they have arthritis in their back or in their neck or in other parts of the body. They've been told it's age, that nothing can be done about it, expect right. it to get worse with time. Very common. E- exactly. And, and you know it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You do that, you believe that, you will get that. It doesn't have to be true, but it will be true if you do that. So th- th- does it have to be that way? Well, for many, the answer is no, and and they would say thankfully no. Really? Yes. Uh, we're raised in a society to believe that disease care is all that works. Uh, many of us are finding out differently. As Frank would say, think different. You mean think differently. We've had this conversation. No, no. I, <laughs> I, I, I deliberately put it that way because I knew we had. <laughs> we are programmed to believe that we should wait until we're broke, injured, Well, things are not working right. And then ask ourselves the question, what are we going to do about it now? Now, you know that if you've got a horse, let's say a horse fenced into a paddock and you want to keep him there, but the gate's open. Now, if you want to keep the horse in the paddock, uh, is it 
that best achieved by closing the gate before or after the horse is out. The disease care approach is waiting until the horse is out. That's right. And then closing the gate and then trying to find the horse. When things are going real badly, that's the time you turn around and try and solve the problem. That's right. And you end up containing the problem as opposed to doing the correction that you need. Right. And thankfully, as a society, we've learned not to do that in the way that we raise our kids, in the way that we handle our finances. Mm -hmm. But regrettably, when it comes to our health, this is too often the programming that we have and the programming that we live by. Sure, Compromise in the brain-body connection is a little-known, virtually indetectable impediment to the body's very effective healing systems. When we talk about that, we're talking about the pressure of uh, three pieces of paper. That tiny? That tiny. When you're dealing with a structure so delicate as that brain-body connection, that little pressure can be all the difference between a miserable life and a fun life. You know, it's funny because when we talk about why people procrastinate and, and why people become skeptical, that all by itself, that idea that that tiny correction can make all the difference, sometimes people just have a hard time wrapping their head around that. Right. But you know... Half a teaspoon of sugar in the bloodstream is the difference between sanity and insanity. That's how wonderfully balanced the human body is. Okay. So once we realize that, then that's what we're living with, whether we realize it or not, whether we like it or not. Sure. That's what we're living with. What it does is it disrupts communications on so many different levels. And unless the person is able to access the expertise delivered at the Institute, then they're sentenced to living a life that is much less than it really should and could be. So what you're really talking about is by correcting the brain and body connection, you are you are unleashing the body's potential in a huge way to heal itself. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. So our facility is in Kent. Now, yesterday, I was giving the first adjustment to a couple, both of them from Union, Washington. Whoa, the Hood Canal, that's a long way away. It is. It's right in the middle of the, it's about an hour and a half drive each way. Yeah. Yeah, if the traffic's good. At the same time, I was taking care of another woman that had flown down from Alaska. She had Bell's palsy. Shortly after that, I was adjusting another lady, and she was from Port Orchard. Okay. All of those are long drives to get to Kent. Right. And then last last week, I had a teacher fly up from San Francisco to get adjusted. The moral of those stories is? Is that, that you know, when it comes to health, try putting a price on it. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's something that's worth traveling the distance. Acid reflux, arthritis, asthma, headaches, migraines, vertigo, hypertension. All of those things are, are things that people live with. Mm-hmm. And could be helped, can be helped many times by getting the brain-body connection corrected. And giving the body the opportunity to do what? To heal itself. Boy, that's that's uh, turning everything upside down, Dr. Yardley. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Do you suffer from migraines, headaches, neck and back pain, sciatica, joint pain, or neuropathy? These are all health issues Dr. Yardley's patients have seen incredible improvements with. Hear from over 100 patients at YardleyInstitute.org. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. 
on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Welcome back. That's Dr. Lee Yardley. We're here. Thank you for joining us here on the show. In just a moment, Dr. Yardley, we're going to talk to one of your patients, Ken, who apparently was facing surgery. Now, you're not going to tell me that your procedure replaces surgery necessarily. No, but but spinal surgery does, you know, have a low success rate. And I think that if someone's facing it, they should explore uh, more conservative options first. Well, let's find out what he has to say. We'll talk to Ken here. Ken, welcome to the show. Thank you. And Dr. Lee Yardley is here. Hi, Ken. Hi, Dr. Yardley. So, Ken, let's talk about what led you to go see Dr. Yardley. What were you suffering from? What was going on in your life? Um, I had a lot of headaches, a lot of stress and pain in my neck and in my shoulders, and it was very painful. And I was having trouble sleeping, and it was affecting my posture. I was leaning to the left quite a bit. What kind of impact was that having on your day-to-day life, Ken? Uh, It was having a pretty severe impact. when socially the pain was so great that it would shut me down in the evenings a lot of times around four or five o'clock and i would have to go to bed very close to that time in the past i did not i stepped to 10 or 11 and i would just become quiet if we were out socially because pain does captivate your attention absolutely sure degree and and you would you talked to some doctors i know um and what were they saying to you what needed to be done well, what happened, I was suffering this pain from about May or June. I got in contact with Dr. Yardley, and I just started treatments with him when I got blood poisoning. It's called uh, cespis, I think they call it, okay. whatever. And I had a very rough time with that. And when I was in the hospital, uh, I got out in about four days. They sent me to a neurosurgeon. And I had to go get an MRI because they saw things in a CAT scan in my neck region, in my upper cervical region. And so I went and saw this doctor and saw the pictures, which weren't very good at all. I could understand what he was saying. And he wanted to uh, remove the backside of my vertebrates, five for sure, maybe six. And I had learned from Dr. Yardley there's only seven of them there. It scared me quite a bit. I was very concerned about it. And uh, so he said, we'll schedule surgery in September. And my comment was, well, can we wait a little bit? And um, he said I needed it soon, very soon. And so I said, how about October? And I said, well, could I wait to the end of the year? And I was trying to gain time. I know that wasn't the right thing, but it was just so shocking to me, the thought of having those things removed and just what that might do. And he gave me a window of less than a year and probably said three months, maybe six. All right, so you went to see Dr. Yardley. He did the procedure on you. Correct. And and what happened? After I had that adjustment, the great thing was my headaches stopped real soon after that. I mean, they went from being very severe to very little headache at all. Mm -hmm. How about your neck pain and your low back pain? My neck pain and my back pain definitely got better, but it was more gradual. It was not like the headache that went away immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, it uh, it took it took some time, and it's improved substantially. So, where are you today? Are you still looking at surgery? No, I am not. And I have been called twice by the doctor and asked if I wanted to come in if I was scheduling surgery. I told him I was doing much better, and I would like to continue doing that. So tell me about your quality of life today. 
Well, that's improved. That's improved quite a bit. So I was able to start mowing my lawn again and doing some of that stuff and working out in the gym a little bit. And I'm gradually doing that. I don't want to overdo things, but I know I'm getting better. And the idea of not having that surgery is just wonderful feeling. Um, when I found out I was supposed to have that, um, I was able to get in contact with two people that have had that neck pain and that kind of stuff and had the surgery. And one of them is fused, his back and his neck. And if you want to talk to him, he has to turn to face you. And that's, I didn't want that. And he kind of wished he hadn't had it, but he had it. It's been a while. And the other person is going through she had much more complications, though. She had an injury, physical injuries, shoulder and neck and everything. But she's in her fifth surgery and wears a neck brace. And uh, it's just something I'm so glad that Dr. Yardley uh, helped me so I didn't have to go through that. If I hadn't been in contact with him and tried him out and come and seeing him, I would have gone for it because my pain was so strong and my condition and not sleeping and having difficulty at night. It was getting a little bit more to me than I could handle. It was overwhelming. Well, Ken, I want to take a moment to say thank you for uh, coming on with us. It's really a pleasure to talk with you. It sounds like you've had a great experience with Dr. Yardley. I have had a wonderful experience. Well, Ken, thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking the time to be with us. You're welcome. Dr. Yardley, I can't think of anything more frightening than, than a doctor saying that they were going to surgically work on my neck, you know, go in there and, and root around. I just don't know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It sounds like in the case of Ken, I mean, he was feeling the same thing and you made a big change in his life. Absolutely. And he's doing so much better. And it's all with aligning the brain and the body? And facilitating the body's ability to heal itself. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Thanks for listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. You can learn more about the Yardley Institute and listen to over 50 patients share their remarkable stories. Just go to YardleyInstitute.org. Tune in next Sunday for Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM.